Hey, hey, Habit Thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, where we lean into our habits and routines to live more fit, fearless, and fabulous. Now, here's the thing. Not everyone is feeling fabulous in this amazing heat, a little bit cooler today, I should say, but in general, the heat and the humidity of summer. And this is the reason for the episode this week in response, actually, to last week's episode, episode number 54, on your joy list for the month of July. And I had a couple of emails in response to the joy list and even discussions around the fact that when it's really hot and humid and we have actually been mixing in a lot of pollen this year and smoke, you just feel, many of you feel like just hunkering down if you have the luxury of having air conditioning in the house in these crazy, crazy hot days. So that actually prompted this episode, number 55, Keeping Your Cool Habits That Help. Now, there are a few things that I like to remember and to think about as I move into the summer months. And the first thing that I come back to is Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga, 5,000 years of writing and, and history and practicing and Ayurveda teaches us, informs us about our relationship with what's around us, with nature, with weather. So what's going on externally in our world and how it impacts us physically, actually on the outside, on the inside, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So it is actually a perfect month or season to come back to or chat a little bit more about Ayurveda. And if you haven't had a chance to do this yet, I have mentioned it in previous podcasts, but I know some of you are brand new and some of you might have heard me mention a couple of times about doing a doshic questionnaire where you fill out a questionnaire that tells you about your constitution. It's really interesting and it's a lot of fun to do and I do it numerous times during the year. So I've posted that in the show notes and I have put Chopra C-H-O-P-R-A dot com in there but if you google dosha d-o-s-h-a questionnaire there are literally hundreds that come up it is a wonderful time if you haven't done this for this season yet and particularly getting into the hotter months of July and August to do this because I'm going to say one of the biggest benefits that I have received from learning about Ayurveda, practicing it, doing courses, just really integrating it into my life season by season is that it makes me 
feel normal because as you are reading, for example, or even hanging out with friends and family who don't have a lot of issue actually with the heat and humidity or are lapping it up, sometimes we get hard on ourselves and we're like, oh, really? How can I be irritable? How can I just feel yucky in July, in the summer months? But if you have, and this is again the importance and the fun of doing a doshic questionnaire, if you have more pitta, again I'm going to spell this out because I know I always love to have things spelled out, P-I-T-T-A, then you are going to feel the heat of the summer months a little bit more. You might feel a little bit more irritable. You may have skin issues. Your eczema might be flaring up. You might have digestive issues because pitta is governed by heat and water. So you are feeling that inflammatory response. So if that is in digestion if the, and the whole system from our stomach to our bowel movements so things can feel off there. When you think of being overheated mentally, physically, spiritually, it connects to, oh, well that makes total sense. This is why, you know, this rash has all of a sudden come up or this is why I am feeling the heat of indigestion. Again, I come back to that concept and that idea of that makes sense. And the other really wonderful thing about Ayurveda is that it not only makes us kind of pause for a moment and go, oh, okay, so this is why it's different for me and not, you know, my partner or my kids or other people around me. They're not feeling it to this extent because they may not have this level of pitta in their constitution. Now, the other thing about Ayurveda is that it always has tools. And what it what it very often talks about when you, for example, will Google Pitta and ways to deal with Pitta, it talks about balancing Pitta. And a big part of that actually is through nutrition. And we're gonna talk about that next week. So in episode number 56, I'm going to dive into the foods, the fruits, the vegetables, the beverages, spices, teas, all of that, that will help with again, our cooling habits in the summer months. But as you come back to Ayurveda, just from the concept that it gives us these ideas. So first of all, again, makes us feel kind of normal, even if we're the only one within this, you know, circle of friends, but it gives us other strategies as well. Now, regardless, actually, if you are feeling tickety-boo, right, in the heat and the humidity, you're still going to benefit from what we're going to chat about today because everybody has a little bit of an increase in their pitta in the summer months. But if your main constitution is pitta, then you're going to feel a little more unbalanced in the summer months. Now, let me say before we dig into this, that pitta's in balance are like, they're the leaders, they're the managers, they're the get things done kind of people and friendly and happy, got all this going on as a pitta. Now, unbalanced, as I just mentioned, it can be very much the opposite, very easily irritated. And when, let's say, things don't go according to plan, and that can be your planning a summer wedding or an event outside, and then you've got heat and humidity on that, don't beat yourself up. And in fact, pittas are not always great about asking for help. 
But I'm here to say right now, if you are planning an event in the summer months and you have pitta as a higher number in your dosha and you are feeling, this is not like me. I usually can, you know, plan this out and get this going on my own. I don't need a lot of help, but unbalanced, you need some help. You absolutely do. And when you recognize that and say, yeah, I'm off. I'm off here, so I'm going to reach out for more help. That is the best thing that a pitta can do in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the summer, especially if you are doing what you do beautifully, which is planning. That's a little bit of an aside, but I just wanted to give a shout out to the pitta people because you guys rock and you make things happen. So being very kind to yourself right now, cutting yourself some slack. So some of the things that we can all do. So number one is to be aware for sure. So if you can do that questionnaire and have some fun with it, that gives you that awareness. It allows you to cut yourself some slack. It also gets you searching out other strategies and techniques that are going to help you not just cool again the physical body, but the mental and emotional body as well. So when you are aware, awareness is power, awareness gives you more choice. Number two, when you have a sense of, okay, I'm gonna need a little bit of support, as we all do, I'm not just gonna say for these summer months, but when you have this awareness now going into, let's say your week, come back to your planning. And I know some of you are going, oh, here she goes with the planning again. But this is all, you know me, this is part of this podcast. It's habits, it's routines, it's planning. And I'm also a big fan of letting some plans go for the summer. I'm all over that as well. But in the heat and the humidity, planning actually becomes more important. As you look forward to the rest of the week, and it could be that event that's coming up. Let's say it's Monday and you've got an event that's coming up on Friday or Saturday. From a planning perspective, from a heat, humidity, and how we respond to that, it's really important to know what is going to go on with the weather this week. And yes, everything from the rain to the heat to the humidity, because we can have heat without humidity, that you know how that's going to impact you. So when you are planning your events, when you are planning your activity, if you are a walker, if you're a biker, if you are a golfer, gardener, that we are planning to do those type of events or activities earlier in the day. Now I know it sounds very common sense, right? And you say it to yourself and you know, it's going to be cooler if I have my tea off time earlier in the day, I'm going to walk earlier in the day or I'm gonna walk in the evening. But here's where habits and routines can be a little bit of an issue. Because if we normally walk or tee off or golf or, you know, even, you know, visiting and volunteering, going to retirement homes or, or lodges where heat makes a big difference if you are going out for a walk or sitting out in a courtyard. So you're thinking about that in terms of what are your activities for the week. It does become more important. And sometimes we can say, oh, it's just for a week. Or I'm not going to change an entire tea time based on this, this one day or two days. It, you know, it impacts a whole bunch of people. And my other friends, they're not impacted by the heat and the humidity as much. But one thing I'd like you to kind of think about from this planning perspective, when you are planning your activities that you are just doing and activities you are doing with other people, is that it is cumulative. 
So you might be able to do that later morning tea time or do that walk in the afternoon, but it will catch up with you. And I'm only saying that as a piece of awareness again for you to notice, because all of a sudden you'll say, I am feeling a little nauseous. We, we have those extremes, right, of heat exhaustion and heat stroke and dehydration. And that's very cumulative right there. And so we can override some of this in our body and just say, it's only for today, or the heat is only here for a couple of days. But it builds up and then all of a sudden you are flat on your back for a day, having to stay inside in the air conditioning, um, which again is not a bad thing. And so for with some of you in terms of health issues and breathing, that may, might be what you're doing. Okay, so that all makes sense. But I just want to throw out there that if we plan ahead based on the weather, based on what's going on in that next week, we actually have a huge amount of power and choice around how we want to feel. And it's not a huge deal to change up some of our habits. In fact, our habits should be different moving into the summer months than they are in the fall and the winter. When we exercise, how we exercise, the type of exercise that we do. So here I am talking about your activity. So even with something like golfing, if you are a walker, you might be saying, okay, well, no, I am booking a cart for that particular day. That's going to be crazy hot. So yes, I'm going to go out, but I've got everything figured out in terms of my clothing and my hat and my water and we're booking a cart. So those are the things that, again, you can plan ahead for those activities that you're already doing. Now, from an exercise standpoint, you, again, might change your walking, you might change your biking, so it's going to be a different time of the day, but you also want to think about your intensity. So it's not the time to, you know, start running in July. It is the time that we're actually starting to pare it down on those hot days, right? Even though I talk about ramping up the spring and, and summer walking, it is based on weather and it's based on how you're feeling. So there are going to be days that you are ramping it down. And so from a yoga perspective, nice forward bends where you are doing child's pose and puppy pose and you're close to the ground which is cooler and you might be by a lake and you might have um, the windows open now again balancing that I'm going to come to that in a moment but balancing off that air conditioning and flow the airflow so your yoga closer to the ground forward bending turning inward feeling that coolness ramping down your exercise but even this morning, I was at the lake. I did my Zoom, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. Zoom class outside. It is beautiful by the lake. I'm in the shade. There is a breeze from the lake. We're doing a yoga and Pilates, but it's also strength training. So I also have my uh, free weights and dumbbells there. So that is a class that happens at 8.30 in the morning in the shade, outside, with the wind, that class is not happening at four o'clock. I could not physically do that class at four o'clock, nor would I ask anybody else to do that class outside at four o'clock. And even actually comparing doing it inside, because it's in the shade and there is wind and it's early enough in the day, it actually feels better than being inside. So that is a plan. 
I look as much as I can because I know things change and I plan my week based on that. What's going on with the weather? What am I doing with myself physically for exercise? What am I doing with others? What errands do I have? Right? Is this the week to do the strawberry picking or the blueberry picking? Right? And I know sometimes we don't have a lot of a choice on that, right? The strawberries are ready. The blueberries are ready. And so when do we go? Often we're with other people. But, and here's the pitta coming out in some of you for sure. If you guys are the planners, then you get a chance to do this. You get a chance to put out there when you want to go, (laughs) sometimes where you want to go based on what's going on with the weather. So sometimes we do have less choice because mother nature will say, right? Raspberries are ready, strawberries, blueberries, whatever is ready. And then when you are dealing with other people or interacting with other people, I should say, we are managing other um, agendas. But If you are the person that looks at your planner, and it could be two weeks ahead, it could be by the month, or it could be week by week, you have so much more choice, you have so much more power to be able to have your days flow out and your weeks flow out the way that you want to. And the one of the biggest things that we're impacted with in in the summer months is the heat. And so you get a chance to still get outside, right? Still enjoy it because yes, depending on air conditioning, as I just said, we can be inside and some days we need to be. But some of us don't have air conditioning. And so I was just talking to a friend. I was out to lunch with her and we were talking about at her place, she doesn't have air conditioning. At the cottage, I didn't until last night. (laughs) We actually put an air conditioning in the bedroom, just a little wall unit. I'm gonna come back to our sleep. And if you haven't had a chance to go through those sleep episodes that are a while back, sleep, huge. So when we talk about pitta, irritability, and we talk about everything actually from digestion, uh, bowel issues, skin, all of that, made worse by not getting a good night's sleep. And so I'm gonna come back to the fact that here is our ability in terms of having some choice around Perhaps it might not be around air conditioning, but it can be around when are the blinds closed, when are the windows open, when are we changing that up from the evening to first thing in the morning. And it takes, yes, I'm going to say it again, it takes a plan. (laughs) You are planning everything that's going on in your house to control the light and to control the temperature, but you're doing it based on knowing what's coming up. Perhaps maybe not the whole week ahead, but the next day. And as boring as it sounds, and again, you think not a big deal, I'm gonna be hot tonight, I'm not gonna get a good night's sleep, but you can do as much as you can within your control to be able to control the temperature. That is my big spiel. I'm up on my soapbox again in terms of planning. So number one, in terms of having those habits of coolness, knowing how much pitta you have. Number two, plan as much as you can. Number three is from the physical body. It may sound, again, kind of common sense, but flowing light colored clothing, light clothing, could be 100% organic cotton or just cotton, linen if it works for you. I know it's a pain in the butt, linen, but again, it's very, very cooling and flowing, nothing that is stuck 
to you. So as much as when we're out exercising, we need to kind of hold everything in, that can be really, really irritating. At the same time, you are managing even stuff like chafing as we're out for our walk. So it's it's management again. And sometimes we'll say, not a big deal. I'm a little hot, I'm a little sticky, it's pulling here, it's a little tight here. But it is that cumulative effect of tight clothing, not flowing, and then we move through our day, other things happen, and then everything piles up. At the end of the day, we can't, it's hard to even relax and have a good night's sleep because we've had all of these irritations during the day. And so even if you, you get home and everything bras off, you got your undergarments are nice and light and cooling, nothing pinching, nothing grabbing wherever you can in the day, particularly in the summer. And then notice, wow, I felt really good when I wore that particular skirt or when I wore, wore this particular fabric and then make a note of it. Now, if you are out, for example, I was talking about blueberry, strawberry, raspberry picking, having those cooling towels or scarves or gaiters, they do make a huge difference as well. And sometimes we're just in a rush or we haven't actually planned for it. And then we're out there and we're going, oh, I should have been, you know, I should have had this around me when I was watching my kids play soccer that kind of thing. So we have those. So we have cooling the outside of the body. Again, I'm going to dig into the beverages and the inside next week. So just to recap, number one, know what your constitution is, how much pitta you have in you. Number two, don't be shy to plan based on the weather, based on your activities, based on your constitution. And number three, have fun with the clothing. Sometimes we just gotta let her hang a little looser in the, uh, in the summer months for that ability just to, just to feel better, okay? So second part, and this is a little bit shorter, stay with me on here, because the second part of our cooling habits, I'm going to separate it out into the mental aspect, into the emotional aspect. First of all, coming to breath work. Now, even though I'm separating it out between the, the physical body and now coming to the mental, emotional, spiritual, they interact for sure. I mean, mind, body, spirit, when we're cooling the inside of our body, when we're cooling our mind and calming down, right, our heart rate is slowing down, we might be affecting our blood pressure, we might be affecting inflammation in our body, so it's working both ways. So in general, we are lowering the intensity, let's say, of our physical activity outside, and we're lowering the intensity of our mental activity inside, and they are going to work together. And so coming back to breath work, I say coming back to it because I'm out there for a while, and then I'm just always come back home, which is coming back to breath work. Bringing your attention to your breath. Because what that does is it slows you down in the moment. And if you are pausing, your whole body is cooling for a moment. Your mind is cooling, your body is cooling. And if you notice, and this could be if you are also out and around and even seated, again, sometimes we're doing the mouth breathing. And if you think about closing your mouth gently, and you can even try this right now as, as I'm talking, and just breathe in and out through your nose, just breathing in and out through your nose is cooling. You might even just notice this right now. You might even notice that your mouth was open because it is a habit. Back to the habits and routines. When you're out for your walk, when you're seated, 
when you're in a restaurant, even sitting at lunch, just check in when you're not eating or drinking, that you are inhaling and exhaling through your nose. This will start to cool the body right away. Now, you can also from here go into some specific breathing techniques. I'm going to suggest one of them because it's a go-to and it's actually quite easy to share on this podcast. I did email about this, so some of you who receive my emails and follow the podcast, it is left nostril breathing. So our left nostril is associated with the moon or lunar energy, which is cooling and calming. Our right nostril is associated with the sun, it's fiery and stimulating. And so alternate nostril breathing where you are alternating um, between the right and the left is very balancing, okay? And I love alternate nostril breathing. But what I'm talking about specifically in this situation is left nostril breathing, focusing on the cooling aspect. And so what you simply do is put your right thumb on your right nostril, just close it off at that spongy part. The rest of your fingers are up to the ceil- up to the ceiling or up to the sky. And you just start to breathe in and out through your left nostril. Again, your mouth is closed and you're noticing. I just do three or four. I take my thumb off my right nostril. Notice what's going on. Am I feeling a little bit cooler? And I might do that one more time or two more times. I don't generally do it more than three times. So it ends up being somewhere between nine and 12 breaths. It does not take that much because even as you stop to do it, you are slowing down, you're cooling right away. Now, if it doesn't feel comfortable or if you feel a little lightheaded, you actually can do this without having closing off your right nostril. And that is just visualizing through your left nostril that you're taking the air in through your left nostril, out through your left nostril. Now you could alternate that and inhale through the right and exhale through the left. But again, I'm just wanting to keep this really focused on the left nostril. And let's say you're at an outdoor event and you're just trying to cool. So you're going to bring your attention to your breath. You're going to close your mouth. Okay, you're going to feel the air coming in and out through both nostrils. And then you can visualize. Unless you want to put your thumb on your nose, it's totally up to you. (laughs) And you can tell people what you're doing. But if you don't want to, then you can visualize through your left nostril as well. The important thing is to notice this is making a difference. I'm actually feeling cooler. And it's a great exercise to do as you're cooling down before you go to sleep because there's that lunar energy as well. But simply bringing your attention to your breath will cool you in that moment. I have to tell you right now, I'm looking at my notes and I could be going on and on. But I am, again, going to come back to you next week around nutrition. And if there's anything that I've left out, I'm going to bring it all around and summarize it up in our last episode of uh, July, because we're still going to need this moving into August. But for this episode, we are calming the physical body, the mental and the emotional body. And as we calm one, the other calms as well integrating mind, body, and spirit. So number one, the more you know about yourself, your likes, your dislikes, your characteristics, how you respond to light, how you respond to heat, the more power and choice you have for your health and well-being. So take a moment to either Google. If you want to Google Pitta, go ahead. And if you want to do the questionnaire, I'd love you to do that in each season. 
Number two is to have a plan based on what you know about your constitution. Have fun with it, right? It's a loose plan because again, we have only so much control over the weather, but we have control over our plan and how we're going to pivot. Number three is yes, there are some physical ways that we can get cooler. And I mean, there are lots of ways, right? We can, we can be fanning in front of us. We could be spritzing our face as well. I'll get into those details actually around spritzers because there's some essential oils in there. And again, I'll talk about that next week. But there are ways that we can cool for sure. And definitely with the clothes that we choose, the fabrics, the flowy ones, the lighter ones and having that nice cooling towel or neck guard around us, have it with you to be able to do that. With the mind, with our mental, emotional, with what, what is going on with our thoughts sometimes, intensity can ramp up. So we are cooling, coming first to the breath and just feeling the breath coming in and out. Your mouth gently closed. I can even feel that dryness right now. As I'm talking to you, I can feel that dryness in my throat because my mouth has been open <laughs> too long probably. So I am going to bring it to a close here. But as soon as my mouth closes, there's that lubrication. There's that, that coolness right away. And then noticing, trying your left nostril breathing and notice what you notice. And just before I leave you, I do want to also mention one more thing in the show notes for you, and that is a link to a survey, very, very short survey that I've put together for this Habit Thrive podcast to make it very specific to you and to what you want to hear about, what you want to talk about and how you want to feel. So if you haven't had a chance to, if you haven't seen this actually before, I'd love you to click on the link and uh, only takes about a minute and send it on in. And I thank you so much in advance. So from here, mouth closed, feel the softness and the coolness, a nice easy breath as the air comes in and a nice easy release as the air goes out. Easy breathing as you move through the rest of your day into your evening and into the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for responding to the podcast last week. Gives me ideas and I love to chat more about this. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.